Hello, everybody, and welcome to Breakout. This is episode number 76 for Wednesday, February 15th, 2023. My name is Marty Sleva, and free on PlayStation Plus this month, it is Nick Calandra and Casey Wosu. I'm going to be honest, guys. I didn't come up with an intro this time, and so I just looked at one of what one of our stories were going to be, and I was going to be like, and the men who make my heart wild. I didn't. I was also going to do something I, about that. I liked it. <laughs> How was your guys' Valentine's Day? Oh, also welcome. Uh, welcome to Breakout, everybody. Hello. <laughs> Hi. This is America's number one Valentine's Day podcast. I went grocery shopping. Yeah. That's it. Romantic grocery shopping? <laughs> did you like do a bunch of hand kisses? Was like, blah, 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 blah. like a potato? No, I, well, they yeah. gave me they did give me a free box of cookies. They probably knew I was single, so they're like, here you go. For Valentine's my... Day? No, just they probably just oh, felt just, bad okay. for me. I felt bad for me. It was raining. Why? It was a sad day. Wait, the grocery store gave you? Yeah, there, there must there yeah. must be several just single dudes walking around grocery stores. They didn't Did like everyone else have cookies, like bouquets of no, flowers? I, also, I was the only one. If, if you went to a grocery store after work yesterday, the dudes who were running by the grocery store with flowers and candy and cards, I mean, they forgot it was Valentine's Day until <laughs> no. the end of their work day. So I, like, went, at, I went at 9 a.m. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> okay, those are all the people who actually love their love their significant others. What about you, Casey? You um, yeah, it was it was a Tuesday. Like, folks is working. Yeah. It, like, it, it doesn't make much sense. But um, I did order flowers for my fiance that came Saturday, but we're planning to do something Wonderful. Friday where we just go out and See, spend time. That's the together. thing. Don't do it on the day. Yes. Like, mid-week, yeah, like the day doesn't this. matter. This is like no, commercial it's, anyway. It's like how people have Halloween <laughs> parties like on the weekend before Halloween. You don't need to. Do yeah, that. same same difference. Exactly. Uh, and, and welcome, everyone. Welcome to Breakout. Thank you all so much for joining us. Uh, thank uh, Today, we have a great show for you. We're, uh, as you can see in the uh, thumbnail, we're going to be talking about Wild Hearts. Uh, Casey, we can officially say, is reviewing it. Um, the full review embargo drops tomorrow. Casey's review will be a little bit later because it's a very beefy game that we didn't have a huge runway on. Uh, but Casey's been playing a lot of it. And as uh, one of our resident Monster Hunter fans, we'll let you Feeling know how healthy. it stacks up to the game that a lot of folks are comparing it to. Uh, we'll also be talking about other stuff we've been playing. Uh, Casey's up. Casey, this is a big Casey episode. Oh, yeah. uh, yeah, wanted it's dead. It's all about Casey. Wanted I mean, dead. I, I do. I am like taller in the frame than the rest of you guys. I just noticed. So uh, yeah, yeah. You're like clipping. Big, you're like big, out of frame. You're so big. Big me. Big me. <laughs> it's big week. Big you. There. Now you're um, on our level. We'll Loser. be. Uh, we'll be talking about <laughs> Wanted Dead and how it seems like it has the makings of a possible future cult classic and and uh things like that and other stuff we've been playing also it's a good week for a good month for playstation plus and uh we can talk about one of nick and i's favorite games of last year two years ago some amount of years ago is now on pc more people should play it uh but before that thank you to everyone uh who is a member over on youtube who is a member over on uh twitch and on patreon uh, and uh, most importantly, thank you to everyone who so far has donated uh, to Trans Love Lifeline over on our Tiltify page. Uh, we have raised uh, over $5,500 so far, which is incredible. Amazing. Uh, we hit 3500 during the very first stream, which means Nick will be playing another eight hours of Persona on some Saturday down the line. And if we hit the next multiple, which is 7000 by the end of the week, uh, Nick will play another eight hours, which means that's, we that's only need to donate like $75,000 to get Nick to finish Persona. Um, seems worth it. So, that seems worth it to me. <laughs> it seems worth it. The money goes to a good cause, and uh, <laughs> Nick just, uh, just watch me suffer. bulldozes his way through that game, <laughs> yeah. uh, which is incredible. So thank you guys uh, so much. We really appreciate that. Um, 
yeah, first off, I want to, to touch on a couple news things. Uh, we give a lot of praise to Game Pass around here. Uh, a lot of times deservedly so, because that's where, you know, we got the shadow drop for Hi-Fi Rush, one of our favorite games of the year. Casey and I's one of our favorite games of the year um, so far. Uh, probably Yahtzee's favorite game of the year, too. He was glowing in his review. Oh, really? Was I, was, I, was, I haven't seen his stuff on it yet, but I was very curious what his take would be. And that's, I also I'm, I'm have not watched that. his review, but he apparently he was radiant. I was just on the post-CP, and he sounded radiant. <laughs> uh so uh yeah the game's great obviously part of game pass but um playstation not to be uh done up released their games uh that are going to be on playstation plus this month and like it's kind of incredible uh if you were wise and didn't buy horizon forbidden west for the first year it's just now going to be a part of that so last year's big horizon which is also smart because they've got the big expand they've got the vr game coming out mm-hmm. next week mm-hmm. and then they have the big expansion burning sands i believe burning seas burning shores burning shores okay <laughs> burning um, sands is a movie about uh <laughs> black greek hazing <laughs> oh that, i don't think that's what i meant <laughs> i don't think that's what i meant at all uh that's coming out i believe in uh in April, uh, also the Quarry, the uh, big, the big spooky horror game from uh, the supermassive folks, uh, Scarlet Nexus, Borderlands Three, Resi Seven, and then even some uh, some older games like uh, Legend of Dragoon, which is the one and only JRPG that Frost has ever played. <laughs> PS One's really? Legend of Dragoon, which is famous, it's a first party PS One JRPG, and they for some reason marketed it as the Final Fantasy Seven killer. Um, while Final Fantasy VII was like the biggest thing in the world at the time, and anytime you call yourself the blank killer, unless you are like a, an assassin, <laughs> you are not the killer of that thing. <laughs> like, like John Wilkes Booth can call himself the Lincoln Killer because he killed Lincoln. Yeah, that's pretty but, literal in that sense. Yeah, but if you're a Legend of Dragoon, you cannot call yourself that. But um, it's did it's, that. Uh, did that game invent the word dragoon? Because I feel like I'd never heard that word no. until no, I heard dragoon, that game. Dragoon is like a type of officer, I believe. Or like, no, it's a, it's a, I don't know. It's it's in the Total War games. That's where I learned it from. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, Legend Dragoon was like I learned it this year from Final Fantasy Tactics, which is weird. Yeah, so, like that was the second place. I, yeah, like what. Is, is that a video game thing? No, like, dragoons were probably like type of types of knights. Uh, chat, you got it. You got it. Yeah, tell I think us. I think there were knights that had like right at the age of the Renaissance age, like dragoons with guns on knights. Seventeenth century I mean, uh, British. <laughs> yeah, they, they were they were rode on horses, I believe, and they were like, uh, "Where are the dragoons?" They're probably a bunch yeah. of yeah. They didn't know what was going on. Probably just a bunch of rich dudes who were like, "All right, send them all on the battlefield." <laughs> They're actually um, aliens. They are actually aliens. <laughs> Those are the things um, we're finding in the sky and shooting down right now is the dragoons. What's going on with that? I want you guys' real take on this. Do we got aliens? What's what's going on? Is this just NORAD like working overtime? Like Oh, you mean like us? all that weird shit people were seeing in the sky? <laughs> yeah, and it's all like fucking around me. It's all around the Great Lakes. What's going on? You guys are coming to Milwaukee. You might have to deal with this soon. <laughs> um, I'm done busy that day. I shot the one down over Lake day. Michigan or Lake Huron. You got Milwaukee diarrhea that day? <laughs> <laughs> Puffy shirt. Puffy shirt says I'm looking hillbilly for wearing a, but a flannel. Let me just go get a Betty Hill music. Let me go get a piece of corn from outside. Yeah, you, yeah. Flannel's not. Flannel's not hillbilly. A lot of hipsters I mean, wear flannel. It's it's either like Huntsman-y or uh, '90s, one or the other. Mm. Like Snow White and the Huntsman. The yeah, that's that's Chris that's Angela. a that's a good fusion of of hunting and '90s. And that movie came out like uh, 2000 <laughs> that movie came out like five years ago yeah <laughs> probably, do, probably do need to trim my beard though i'm starting to look like a like a monkey <laughs> 
I, I, well, like, <laughs> like a bearded monkey? Yeah, pretty much. It's just just every it's just flat, fleshing out. You're got, talking about uh, like a very specific monkey. I feel like yeah, when like, you say yeah, monkey, uh, like the, anything the, just comes. The monkey like with bon- like the, the mutton like chops, like a bonobo, bonobo. I don't know what type of monkey. Or no, Rafiki. Doesn't Rafiki got the like specifically? No I, idea. I, I all I know, remember, all I, I know is <laughs> when when you start getting like chip crumbs in your beard, it's time to trim it. Do not see. First off, Jesus, thick. <laughs> What's going on? You gotta stop eating while laying down. I'm not eating while I'm laying down. I getting trim crumbs. Trim crumbs. <laughs> Get your trim crumbs out of there. Um, <laughs> the other big news. Uh, speaking of PlayStation uh, Returnal. A game that both uh, Nick and I really enjoyed. That wasn't last year, was it? It was two years ago. That was Returnal? 2021. Yeah, Returnal was the beginning of 2021. Yeah, sure. so it was a very early PS5 game because PS5 right. came out in the end right. of 2020. Yeah. Um, it's now available on uh, PC, personal computers, um, continuing Sony's uh, slow march towards bringing all their first-party games over there. Uh, their their reluctant admit of defeat. <laughs> yeah, but still being like, you don't get God of War. You don't get the new God of War yet. That, that's just for us. Um Nick, uh, do you still hold Returnal in your mind as fondly as you did a few years ago? Oh, yeah. No, I love that game. I mean, I, mm-hmm. it's one of my most memorable games I've played in a long time. Just the atmosphere of that game sucks you yeah. in. It does not let you go. Mm-hmm. Like the sound, the soundscape, the just the, the look and feel of it, running through the fog when it moves around you. Like just, yeah. It's one of those games yeah. I want to replay great at some point. Great use of dual sense, great use of haptics. Um awesome story like really really kick-ass story that i didn't fully understand my first time through but then i watched a a video essay on it by jacob geller and it was wonderful casey you famously you have it but haven't played it right uh yes you still haven't played it i'm not what are you doing i'm doing all the work he's doing a lot of work he's doing a lot of work like we tried to give him another project today and it was like he's already got projects you got (laughs) got, we got to to break on projects Um, it's it's a lot going on returnal I'll, I'll return to Returnal. We need to think of a way for you to get paid to play it. Hey. See, that's how we get you to play something. Yeah, you're absolutely yeah. right. Yeah. He should just play a good game to play a good game. What is this? Pay? Right? Wouldn't that be, wouldn't that be the dream? Oh, the privilege <laughs> to play a game yeah. for, for, for just fun <laughs> and not have to make a job out of it. Ah, <laughs> uh, those are the road to Returnal. Pay for Casey's enjoyment. <laughs> I like Road to Returnal. Road to Returnal is pretty good. Damien, it's a good but, name. It's got yeah. good SEO. Road to Returnal. Yeah. There's only one game to get to. Yeah, it's a short road. Some streets are short. <laughs> Let's just see the driveway After God to Returnal. They need a short street. It's <laughs> <Just> the driveway. <laughs> <laughs> the driveway to Returnal. Um, speaking of, uh, speaking, of, was, there, was there any other news you wanted to talk about? There wasn't that much this week. I don't want to get into all the shit. Like news. Don't, don't make me get into the shit. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I don't know. There was kind of a slow, slow week. People were yelling about the price of games. We kind of touched on that last week with Zelda, mm-hmm. and then um, we, we had a whole slide something else about it. Um, and we'll be talking about the other stuff we've been playing. But uh, sticking with games, Casey's getting paid to play, uh, not by like EA, by us. <laughs> but, <laughs> right. This is an important distinction. Getting paid by job. Uh, Wild Hearts, which is uh, the latest game from developer. Uh, it's Toei. Or Koei Tecmo, correct? Koei, and Te- Koei yes. Tecmo and published under the EA Originals label, which um, has been known for stuff like uh, Unraveled and B or Fi. I think it was like F-E. And, it, and then, uh, it takes two. Recently, it takes two. Yeah, yeah, winning game game of the year. So this is clearly their biggest and kind of strangest game in that realm. Uh, hmm. But you've been playing uh, a bunch of it. What do you think so far? Uh, yeah, I've got roughly 20 hours in so far. 
Um, <clears throat> and it is very Monster Hunter. Like that clear as day, you can see that. Yeah. But like I was I was very surprised at how close it follows, like kind of beat for beat what Monster Hunter does. Like even the premise for like why you're doing what you're doing is very Monster Hunter. Like your character, you know, you create them, but they're kind of just a dude who shows up in a place. And then that place is is dealing with a monster issue. Like for whatever reason, the monsters are getting more aggressive. They're they're trying to figure out why. Like that's always the story of Monster Hunter. It's the story here in Wild Hearts. Um uh, th- there's a lot of uh, little things that they also copy that they probably didn't need to, but it seemed like they were just trying to keep players of Monster Hunter familiar. Like mm-hmm. they copy the eating thing before um, going on hunts. Like you could just put on, you know, equipment that would give you those stats. Sure. But you can get extra stats by just eating food. Uh, they copy you having to pick up stuff all over the place all the time. Um Skill trees for all the, not skill trees, but like skill, like pathings for all the uh, equipment. Mm -hmm. Uh, So all that stuff is super uh, familiar. Um, But they do actually take a lot of the complications out of it. Like Monster Hunter is so packed with years and years of doing a certain thing that they've layered tons of stuff into it. Uh, You could definitely get into everything a lot faster and understand it because it's far cleaner because it just simplifies the basics. Even though there's a lot of the Monster Hunter stuff in it, uh, for example, the eating, you don't have to sit down and get a whole cutscene before you go on the hunt. Uh, While you're on the hunt, as long as you're not actively engaged with a monster, you hit left on the D-pad and your list of food items is just there. And you just pick from that and you get all your buffs. So like it's super fast, super easy. And like they take a lot of the complication out of it. So like there's a lot of little examples of them just speeding up the the micromanaging stuff, but it's all still there in case like that's very important to you as a monster hunter player. Amy says leave the bunny dango <laughs> cutscene alone. Sorry, sorry, Amy, there are no food related cutscenes, uh, unfortunately. It's funny, I was gonna say I wonder if like the the eating thing is something like Monster Hunter fans like like they right they yeah. like kind of the idea of the ritual before the hunt and that's kind of like mm-hmm. a, a a whole thing in the game so what if that's like an inherently well not a, it wouldn't be a Japanese thing because Koei Tecmo made this game because like in Japan like no one is eating or drinking food on the go like if you're gonna go in for something you're gonna like go into the place drink your coffee and then leave like right. I every time I'm there I'm the one like giant american who's drinking a giant <laughs> iced coffee from starbucks because i'm like a fucking cultural heathen but i'm like i need to do it while i walk <laughs> no but it's funny that you bring up the like the juxtaposition between like japan and america mm-hmm. because even though this is a japanese made game ea is the publisher and yeah. that kind of gives it this sort of more western appeal even though the game is super japanese like mm-hmm. the uh, like the entire cast is um of asian descent like, mm-hmm. I think some are actually Japanese, some are like Korean or whatnot. Um, <clears throat> all the names of all the things are Japanese. Like the monsters are called kimono. Mm-hmm. Like the your helper, like instead of like cats and dogs that run around with you, you have like weird little uh, kind of uh, BB-8s from Star Wars, but they're like kind of made out of wood and magic. And they're oh, called cool. uh, yeah. su- Tsukumo. Um, and then like the the big differentiating factor, like this this is kind of the heart of the game that really does make it different from Monster Hunter is this whole um, Karakuri system. So I, the best analog, and I, I'm sorry if I keep bringing up Monster Hunter, but like it, it's so similar that that's kind of the only way to to talk about it because sure. like they very much borrowed. It was like they copied Monster Hunter and then they made a bunch of edits. 
uh, but so instead of like the new silk bind stuff, like with the the bug that lets you like fly all over the place, which is really cool. Favorite new thing they added to Monster Hunter in a long time. They have the Karakuri system, which is essentially not steampunk, but like uh, magic punk. Because it's like it's contraptions, but they run on this thing called Celestial Thread. And Celestial Thread is like this sort of spiritual energy that's all all, all inside of like living things. So like you can get it mm-hmm. from like trees and like rocks and from actual kimono monsters. Uh, but it's a currency that you use, like you do the silk stuff in Monster Hunter to build all sorts of contraptions in the field. And those contraptions are what give you variations on your basic weapon attacks. So like you may have a bunch of combos with a sword um, and the sword by itself will give you like weak attacks, strong attacks, and like uh, a bar that will give you special attacks after it's filled up. But if you were to jump off of a platform, the attacks you do after that jump are different because you used uh, a Karakuri item. Same thing with Mm -hmm. like a spring pad, which is a different thing you can build. Same thing with like a little uh, helicopter thing that you can get it so like making use of these different items will give you new abilities with your attack so like it becomes very key to combat to to both maneuverability and like attack uh variety does building stuff feel like fortnite like you're doing a fortnite in the middle of a the little battle? a little bit a little bit uh because it's but it's like it's very satisfying feel like um I, I never got that feeling from fortnite even though it's kind of the same thing like it's like a little bit of like a shadow and then you hit the the button and then the thing starts to construct. Mm-hmm. I love the sound it makes okay. when the things are building up, but it's it's really quick. Like, and you're not like build it. You're not like trying to build like, f- like four walls and a roof. You're building no. like a thing, <laughs> yeah. a tool for yourself. So it's like almost the equivalent of like, I don't know, throwing down like a Pokemon and being like, this is the thing that's going to help me fight in battle. Weirdly enough, it's a lot more like putting in a fighting game combo. Because like there, there are specific, like it, I actually really like how their system works. Like there are four items that you can put on a quick menu um, and you can change those items, but like the four that they have you start with, I think are the best combination because combining either one type of an object or multiple of the different objects in quick succession will give you different things. So it's like, uh, you can you can make a crate, but if you put six crates up in one space it basically becomes this giant bulwark what they call it which is like a big wooden wall okay that becomes like a, a barricade you can put um a crate and a flying dealy and another crate and that becomes um like an elemental uh debuffer okay so it's almost so like, like crafting ingredients right like memorizing the recipes of exactly in which exactly. order to use these so you oh, okay so like the the inputs are in the menu for you but if you memorize that stuff, which isn't super hard to do because they're not like super long strings, but you memorize the things that you use most often, like in the heat of battle, you just hit the, the, the basically the build button, which is a left bumper, and then you just put in the combo. As long as you have the currency, then you just get a thing that just springs to, to life right in front of you. Okay. And so, so like depending on where you put it and how you're using it, like like it changes the flow of the fight because like you're putting out weapons or traps or uh maneuverability uh things that allow you to get around the monster in ways that you couldn't if you're just running around on the ground uh two questions from chat george mm-hmm. lucas does it have a grappling hook yes okay uh, it's tied to a weapon and it is really really freaking fun it's essentially uh, I, I did they only have eight weapons total um okay and I, I feel like they're not as deep 
by themselves as like even because Monster Hunter has what like sixteen or something, uh, yeah. and each of their weapons have like pretty lengthy like there's there's a skill gap there in terms of people who start at the basic then like actually yeah. learn the weapon. It's pretty simple to get the nuance of each weapon, but the real trick is combining those weapons with all the different Karakuri uh, equipment. So like that's that's where I think the depth is going to come in. So I'm, I'm not quite there yet. Like I haven't made the, mes- the best use of every single weapon. Uh, but the Clutch Claw, I believe it's called, um, is essentially the 3D maneuvering gear from uh, Attack on Titan. Like, oh, you, yeah. like you have to do a bunch of attacks you build it up and then you can do specific moves. Some need the Karakuri, some are just off the weapon that will latch into the monster. Mm-hmm. And then that's your anchor point. And then you have a bunch of buttons that either take you up, left, right, or drag you in to like do different attacks or dodge what it's doing to you. And it's like a uh, a timer for how long you stay attached. It's really freaking fun. Like it, mm-hmm. it it's probably my favorite weapon if it wasn't, um, it's a little unruly sometimes. Cause you, you do be flying around and if the monster's like running away from you, like it could be like dragging you behind it. Not like you're dragging on the floor. Yeah. But. Did, uh, I don't, we all get into it when we get to it, but do mm-hmm. you want a dead have a grappling hook? Cause that would be three reviews in a row with a grappling hook. Which would be one, incredible. No, went to dead did not Fuck. have a grappling hook. Fuck. Okay. Two in a row. Still good. Uh, <laughs> and then the other question Cedric's plays says, is it, do you think it's easier to get into than monster hunter world? Probably. And in, in all honesty, monster hunter world does need some handholding. Like, if you've never touched Monster Hunter at all, uh, watch videos, get a friend or whatever. Like, that stuff is super helpful because yeah. it can it can bounce you out. But aside from, like, the story stuff, which is kind of slow, like, that might bounce you out. Um, it's pretty straightforward in terms of what you have to do. Like, <clears throat> there aren't very many barriers to just continuously going on hunts like if you don't want to interact with the story stuff eventually you'll have to to like progress things mm-hmm. but you can just stay out in that world and like keep hunting monsters there's there's a time limit when you have missions like monster hunter because again that's the thing that they copied but it doesn't really seem necessary because when you're in free hunt mode um it's it feels very similar like you could you could be in the middle of a mission pull up your map and this and decide to just go to a different mission yeah, because the game treats it as if, all right, well, you were here, now you're over there. So in this area, this is what you could be doing. Yeah, it's not they, rudimentary in the way the, Monster uh, Hunter is. What's the pace of combat like to Monster Hunter? Uh, I, I'd say pretty similar. Like mm-hmm. really, really, like is, I before before the Wirebug stuff in Rise and uh, Sunbreak, I would have said this was faster. But Monster Hunter is just as fast thanks to that. that I, guess, I guess I should more say like the the feel of the weapons because <clears throat> I feel like in Monster Hunter all the animations are very like slow and dragged out for a lot of the weapons. Is this more like a, a faster paced action feel to it? Because that's what I was kind of reading. It felt like more arcadey than Monster Hunter. I, I was I would say they they're pretty close in feel. Like it, it depends on the weapon you're using, I guess. Um, and there's only like, well. There's only one weapon that's really slow, and that's like the the big Kodachi was like the the big sword, mm-hmm. which is like that's like that's like a Monster Hunter staple, like that big ass sword. Yeah. Right? Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, but I want to say the hammer in this feels faster than the hammer in Monster Hunter. So on that note, yeah, maybe it's a little faster, but I, I do think they're pretty comparable in terms of like game speed. Like you you do a lot of running and and sliding and jumping around and like it there's a lot of mobility like it's it's really fun like it it achieves the same highs as monster hunter does like i can't i can't say that one really has um like a leg over the other 
Um, it's pretty impressive coming from yeah. Koei, Koei Tecmo, who makes a yeah. lot of uh, Dynasty Warriors and all that. Yeah, yeah. They did a, 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 on either the Vita or PSP that this series called Tuikaden. Not Suikaden, but Tuikaden with <laughs> a T. That was, it was like an early Monster Hunter clone. Uh-huh. Uh, so it's not like a predated Monster Hunter or, any, or anything, but um, they have had people who've done this before. So mm-hmm. this obviously seems like it's that at a much uh, larger scale. But um, is the stuff you're doing, like, when you're not fighting, very similar to Monster Hunter? Like, are you sort of just slowly, like, building up your stuff? You're trying to get more stuff so you can create more stuff? And, like, do you, do you feel like you're looking cooler, that you're doing more shit? Like, do you, do you feel that, like, slow crawl of progression? Um, I, yeah, I will say the, that crawl of progression does feel a little slower than Monster Hunter at, in terms of like the looking cool department, because I, I can see some later stuff that I don't have access to. And it looks a lot better than the stuff that I currently have access to. So like, I mean, that's normal in games like these where like you get you get kind of like the <laughs> like the real, real basic looking armor, like you like a real basic looking dude. And then you, you have to earn the right to look cool. Yeah. Uh, but part of that is the fact that um, one thing Monster Hunter does have over this is just monster design, period. Like the the creatures in this game look like real world animals that have been infected by something elemental, like either uh, like by like earth elements or like ice or fire. Oh, what is that shock? No, I mean, like think, think of it like there's, there's a rat enemy that just looks like a rat but it has like spores and stuff coming out of it. So okay. essentially if a rat got That's infected right. with cordyceps. Okay. Okay. Right. Kind of so like, like a poke, kind of like early Pokemon design was like X, but y, like thing, you know, but blank. Hmm. Well, not really. Well, I mean, Pokemon, I guess that's a little too, that's too cartoony to really say. Yeah, I guess that's true. But like Mo- monster hunter monsters feel like this is a creature. Yeah. Like it's not another thing that is mixed with another thing. Like gotcha, this just gotcha. looks like a creature. Yeah. And some of the stuff's like inspired by Japanese mythology, right? As well, in like feudal J- Japan, sort of like, are you fighting like phoenixes or things like that, or cockatrices? There, or yes, there, there's a there's a giant chicken in the game. Oh, yeah. okay, there you go. There's a giant chicken. There's the big oh, bird that they call the the bird of auspice, which I think is supposed to be uh, Amaterasu. But I thought Amaterasu was a wolf. Maybe he is, he maybe a Okami. <laughs> yeah, it's a bird in this, so I don't know. I don't like that. No. Maybe, maybe <laughs> I like... get the rights to like fight King Kong and Godzilla. <laughs> yeah, but, what but that's you, the thing. Like they look like they look like recognizable. Like my, like there's a big monkey. Oh, actually, I really love the monkey. It's a fire <laughs> monkey, but it's essentially like Luffy. Like he has he does moves from One Piece. Hell like he'll yeah. yeah, like he'll stretch his arms out and like lunge at you with his feet. Like he'll he'll do that Red Hawk punch where he puts fire on it and then just just shotguns it across the the stage like he's just luffy but outside of that like like he's cool his attacks are cool but he's just a fire monkey sure just like that's not a cool thing it's a <laughs> I really mean, no, cool it, thing no it's a cool thing but like it's like oh this isn't a an unrecognizable creature sure like, this isn't, this a isn't new... like a this isn't like a, a souls monster design right it's like exactly. oh my god what the fuck yeah. is that thing uh, speaking of Souls, Soulsborne been a member for 24 months in the tip jar. Thank you so much. Uh, with the question saying, how is the writing slash dialogue compared to Monster Hunter? I found Monster Hunter World annoying at times, especially when it forced me to watch a cutscene, but love the core gameplay. Um, I prefer Monster Hunter's style of uh, like really corny, cheesy dialogue to <laughs> Wild Hearts. Uh, Wild Hearts is, is, is it's literally aping the same feel 
but it just, it's it's much slower. Like the characters talk a little slower, like less urgently. Like the situations all seem less urgent. Um, and like I want to like the characters. Like like they they're animated very well. Like they look cool. They they look like real people. They might be. They might have just modeled real people's faces. I think. <laughs> so like I I love that they look like real characters. But like yeah. I don't like I'm I'm not drawn into it. Like I I don't feel like my character is actually friends with any of them. If that makes any sense. Yeah, yeah. No, I hear that. Uh, speaking of friends, uh, George Lucas was wondering about the multiplayer. Um, I got a little bit of time in the multiplayer. Um, it's it's fine. It did it did run a little worse, uh, but I don't, I'm not sure if it was the map we were on because the first area in that game, um, there's a section where like you're going over like a bunch of tree branches that are a bridge. Almost every time I would go through that section, I would get a little bit of like slowdown and choppiness. Um, and I feel like I saw in a, in a uh, email from uh, the PR contact that there was like some day one patches that were coming yeah. out. Yeah. For what are you uh, for for reference? What are you playing? Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm playing on uh, Xbox Series X. Okay. Yeah, I saw some people have been tweeting about how the PC version had some uh, skill up. Specifically, problems. said it runs like dog shit. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, <laughs> apparently, they said there's a day one uh, PC patch. Um, okay. That has not been implemented yet, but um, that obviously doesn't say anything about your. Your console version. So also, uh-huh. oh, no, no, I was just gonna say Cedric's uh, plays just says a very nice comment. Casey's expertise is really showing. Thank you for your insight. Oh, this thank you. Great. This is pretty much just like a job interview. It's, it's not <laughs> a job interview. It's just us, me asking you questions about a thing I don't know. <laughs> uh, but yeah, like in, in terms of um, just to finish off the conversation of like performance stuff, like it was really in specific sections, and like the the maps are super super big. Um, but th- this is supposed to be current gen hardware that has 30,000 teraflops, right? So like sure, sure. it yeah. should be able to run all this stuff. But like in those really like you'll see like when you get big expanses, like really beautiful looking giant maps, like it will start to slow down a little bit. And the lighting sometimes will look a little weird. But that seemed to happen more often when there was another person in the world. Which is a bummer because that's how these games are usually enjoyed. Yeah. Do you think you're able to enjoy it solo? Like, or does oh, it feel like you're yeah, I was. No, I was having a lot of fun playing it on my own. Um that, that was something I realized uh, when I was going through Rise is that I, I, I might have preferred playing Rise by myself because, like, the, the extra people start to make the fight a little... Uh, grindy? Not grindy, just, like, there's no nuance. Like, you're just wailing on the thing the whole time mm-hmm. because... <laughs> as opposed like, to, yeah, coming up with a strategy, yeah. Yeah, like, it, it's it's less intense. And as you guys know, like, I'm, I'm a sucker for punishment. Yeah, but. I feel like Souls fights are even the same. <laughs> if you bring in someone, like... Yeah, it starts to make it a little more trivial. Yeah, yeah. Um, Nick, you were saying that, like, you've never really gotten fully on board with Monster Hunter games. Is that right? You're Um, kind of wondering if this will be one that can draw you in? Yeah, I mean, I I played and, like, finished the story of Monster Hunter World, and I didn't really do much of the end game because you guys know I'm just not super into, like, grind the same thing over and over type of games to get gear, so... Yeah. I've been intrigued by Wild Hearts, but, I mean, it's, it's one of those games I'll probably try and run through the main campaign and then and then move on mm-hmm. yeah I, I wouldn't blame you for that for either one because like uh yeah that end game stuff is really just you you like the core loop so much that you're gonna min max now right so like there's th- there's nothing brand new in there other than like more challenge yeah. added mm-hmm. on and there's, and there's supposed to be something like that in this but i've not reached there yet so i can't really say um but at the very least um there are some big set pieces that were pretty cool so far like there's there's a fight with uh the box art and en- um, enemy, like the big wolf that we keep putting in front of our stuff. Yeah, I think he uh, might be the guy in our art right now. 
yeah, that that wolf fight is pretty cool the first time. Um, I, I did die to it several times. It felt uh, it got a little frustrated. I was fighting that one solo. Um, so by the end of it, I didn't think it was that cool because I'd seen it a bunch of times. But yeah. but the, the first time you encounter that wolf was pretty cool. And it's <laughs> like a three stage fight where he like runs to like a different ice palace stage for each set of, of the oh, fight. Cool. So it was it was pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, John Blade was saying, does it have cute cat chefs or is that convo past? No, no, no. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's almost like a, ooh, that's not a good marketing move because I feel like the the palicos and all that shit like was a very smart like. Uh, I mean, people you, will market this game for us. Like you do get a sidekick that has all the same functionality of a palico. Like you upgrade it and everything. Yeah. But it's it's like a droid. It's like BB-8 from Star Wars. Like, like it's a, a ball, but wooden almost. Like, yeah, it's like wooden. It's a ball. It makes a really cool. Like if you if you ever seen a Princess Mononoke, like those forest spirits yeah, that make yeah. like that kind of clicking, clanking yeah. sound. Like that's what all this uh, the Katakuri objects sound like. Okay, that's so like cool. it's yeah, like I, you can even you will hear that like roly poly clickety clackety noise behind you when you're running <laughs> around. Like it, I really I really like it. But visually, it's just a ball. <laughs> like it's not. It's not as cool as having like a, a cat that you designed. Do you probably. think they're cooler than 808? Uh, um, not eight hundred eight. No, eight hundred eight is amazing. Eight hundred eight is incredible. <laughs> also, very worrisome that it's like sometimes a sentient robot cat, and other times people are like, "I'm jacking into it." Yeah, they just like, take it over. <laughs> yeah, and they're like, "Does that thing have free will?" Because like, <laughs> it's not going to enjoy what you just do it. <laughs> um, Hi-Fi Rush is really good. You didn't play? Yeah. I feel like yeah, there's, it's been a good start to the year for sort of big 3D action games. We got these two. Um, I mean, Wanted Dead, which we can we can transition into soon. But then we also have uh, Wolong coming in just yeah, like that two I or three really, weeks. Yeah, I really want to play that. that yeah, that's very much uh, from from Team Ninja. The the Niho folks uh, very much is, feels like a big open Souls-like. Um, had, a, had a demo that was really cool. So that could be kind of a you know, banger couple of games for the beginning of a year, which is, um, you know, which is nice because it also seems it, like it's not going to stop. Was it last year's similar in that like a bunch of really good stuff came out like at the very beginning? Yeah, we had yeah. the new Pokemon, uh, Dying Light 2, Elden Ring, uh, Elden Horizon, Horizon, Elden Ring. Horizon yeah. seafood this, dropped. This year, seafood dropped. Yeah, this yeah, year does. Shit. This year doesn't like let up until June, and then that's when we get all the new announcements. So if this, I, yeah, I feel like this year is already on track for like a 2007 type year. Just based yeah. on what we've gotten Once already. Once we see what what fall has in store, I, I, you know, if Zelda and Starfield and like yeah. Diablo, well, I mean, we've and already, Final Fantasy, and all these things can like actually nail the landing. Like that, this could be like yeah. Crazy. I mean, like well, I mean, it, we've already kicked off with High on Life. You kicked off with Dead Space, doing really well. Hogwarts has done really well. Uh, well, I, I don't want to. Well, well like actually, that. High on Life was last year. Technically, I, I, meant, uh, hi, I meant I meant Hi-Fi Rush. Oh, Hi-Fi Rush. I've been doing the same thing. So no, <laughs> yep. no, no problem. High on uh, Rush. High on Rush. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hi-Fi Life. Um, <laughs> Yeah, and really. It, sound, and it this, sounds this like it sounds like Wild Hearts is a banger too. So, yeah, sounds like if they can, uh, you know, shore up some of those technical things, which I feel like that can easily be done in post, which is frustrating to be like, ah, oh, we'll fix it in a month. Um, I also want to say, like, one of the, one of the things I wrote down in the doc was like, dot dot dot, is EA becoming good again? Like, EA for so long was the go to of like, fuck these guys, they don't know what they're doing, but. Uh, this game we mentioned uh, it takes to uh, Jedi Fallen Order now Jedi Survivor coming soon um, Dead Space remake is like 
an absolute fucking hit. That same team is doing an Iron Man game, which like after Dead Space remake, a lot of folks are like, all right, I'm actually excited for this now. Um, Apex, in the realm of live service free to play games, Apex seems to be one that people aren't ever mad at. People seem to be generally happy at it. Like, I don't know, is EA is EA, is EA doing good? I, yeah, I, I think they've. I mean, they have their live service games. They don't really need to keep. Yeah, you know, they have every a sports game every year. Yeah, uh, FIFA makes them a you know just a fuck ton of money yeah. every year. And then Battlefield obviously was a huge pop yeah. mark, but right. yeah, uh, that's then, the old EA. That's. They're still getting their their demons out of their closet. That was like a, that was like a year and a half ago. <laughs> that, that was like, that was like uh, fourteen even, months ago. Even even Battlefield, they're going back to a narrative experience with that new Seattle studio. Yeah, yeah, that's so right. They're, they're working on, Hell's yeah. There's two two Battlefield games in development. The, the next the fact, next multiplayer one, and then whatever the single player thing is. Yeah, doing. them uh, the the report that Titanfall three was canceled. Not great. Not a fan. Right. Of it, but, yeah. Um, Frost says apparently Apex has a big cheater problem. What live service game yeah, does doesn't. it? <laughs> Marvel Snap. I'll tell you what, because I'm the cheater. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm the one who knocks. <laughs> Do you actually cheat Marvel Snap? I don't know if I can. If I could, <laughs> I might. <laughs> wow! Wow! No honor. No honor. Oh my God! Absolutely no honor. Oh, I'm I'm weighed down by pocket sand, Nick. If I ever get into a fight, so people are getting yeah. so much pockets in. The true Mandalorian <laughs> says wrong as in the Trump voice. Uh, says FIFA did make EA a lot of money. Now they're making new contracts. FIFA, they're still making their soccer games. It's just not going to have the FIFA branding on it, which means they're going to make even more money now because they're not paying FIFA yeah, for they the stupid license. For the license, yeah. Who would they pay? What are they just going to call it? Soccer? It's called like uh, EA Sports FC. Yeah, FC. And uh, yeah, I mean, like, and, what does and, FC stand but, for? Football club. Football club. club? Uh, but oh, yeah, but F- do that except for me. F- FIFA. <laughs> FIFA's like president was like, yeah, we're gonna make the next best FIFA games. Like, no, you're not. Shut up. <laughs> I, yeah, we don't have a developer, but we'll do it. Yeah, it's fine. Exactly. Or we'll have Konami do it with that soccer game that they released. That everybody hey, Pez, but Pez on. was in the uh, Fox no, Engine. No, Pez was good. Whatever they yeah. just released, that free to play was good. Yeah, they released a free to play thing, mm. and it it apparently was very broken. <laughs> it was really bad. <laughs> Uh, and, oh, the, and now uh, they have PGA. Frost said apparently uh, a known cheater is kind of a superstar in the Apex community and has held Apex hostage. Great. Rumor has it they might have gotten caught. I want to. I want to know what's going on in this story. Give me a cold yeah. take on yeah, that give man. Give me a cold take. <laughs> cold take on that man's incarceration. Um, do you want to move over to Wanted Dead? Speaking of other other new games that Casey has been paid to to play. Uh, sure. If you guys haven't uh, gotten tired of me yapping. That's oh, no, this is great. You've been playing the new game. Like, I don't know. Like, I've been playing Resident Evil 4 and Xenogears and Metroid Prime, which are games games from like 20 years ago. So we're we're good. Um, um, so yeah, yeah, Wanted I, Wanted Dead. Uh, Wanted Dead is uh, another game from some uh, ex-Ninja people. Like they made yeah. Ninja Gaiden. They made Dead or Alive. Yeah, um, yeah. Not that studio, but it's a studio made of like former. Yeah, some some there. people who worked on those games. I knew, I knew um, from that game's announcement that was going to be you either love this or you absolutely hate it. Yeah, that that seems to be what's going around. Yeah, kind of kind of mixed reviews. Um, Dropping your three MR in the chats. Uh, thank you. Yeah. So, I, the the first thing I feel like folks need to understand about this game is that, um, it it's gonna give you a bad feeling from the start like when you <laughs> like the the opening of the game is is like the 
it, it gives you a very bad first impression because the the characters are are very stale cardboard cutout caricatures like mm -hmm. the voice acting is very bad and i learned this after the after i finished the whole review but the the woman who played and modeled quiet in metal gear solid 5 apparently voices yeah. the main <laughs> the main woman in it have i told you about this giant fucking uh press kit i got from it no <laughs> oh i got a the fanciest press kit i've ever gotten for this game I don't know how, and I can't get a code for it. I just want the game. The press kit includes, uh, it is a cookbook with that woman. It is yes. that woman, like an yes. in-game character as a yes. cookbook. A vinyl record, a giant attache, and a fucking hand grenade. It came with a hand grenade. And I'm like, where was this mailed from? It was just left on my doorstep during a snowstorm. Also, where is my code for the game? Just let me. I'm genuinely excited to play this oh game. And instead, they send me a hand grenade. And full spoilers, I accidentally broke the pin off of it. So don't feel great about that. Maybe it'll fix your closet finally. Just blow well, the doors it'll fix up. something because it'll yeah. just end this room. Yeah. <laughs> I still don't. Yeah, I'm really curious, like how they had your address. You got docs. You got docs somewhere. Yeah. But yeah, like, like, is it doxing if you send them gifts? It is. It is still doxing. That's doxing. That's doxing. <laughs> uh, speaking, yeah, says it's, a press kit has everything except a game code. Yeah, they do that a lot though. <laughs> like my out. I mean, I got a code for Outriders, but like they sent me a giant press box. I would love. I would love a code for this game. But anyways, what? Um, sorry, but, your thoughts about the game before? But I no, no. But that that actually feeds into a lot of like my impression on it because it's like after a while of of sitting through like and there's a lot of cutscenes like they'll give you back to back cutscenes of of the the like if, if no one knows what this game is um you play a woman named hannah stone she's part of a police squad a very small unit called the zombie unit um they're police officers in hong kong no one on this squad is chinese by the way no, that's, not, no, that's not great. Yeah, no one in the police station, as far as I can tell, is of Asian descent. <laughs> <laughs> uh, with the exception of uh, this random lady named Madam Wong, who apparently is some you know higher up who uh, you're in trouble with, but you never actually go to that meeting and you never see her again after this. Uh, but like, like the weird stuff with like cooking books, like because there's there's a live action video where a character is telling you how to uh, make lasagna. For some reason, there's nothing in the game that has anything to do with lasagna, by the way. Mm -hmm. But this is promo material for the game. Stuff like that is littered all throughout it. Like there's there's mini games where you eat ramen. Um, <laughs> it's like the worst karaoke mini game ever. Let, let me tell you, they they sing uh, 99 Red Balloons yeah. in in German. They're singing it in German. But the the button prompts that you press belong to no rhythm associated <laughs> with the song your your three of our when i saw that i was like i have no idea what's happening <laughs> it's it's insane because like you can hear the music but then there are buttons just flying across the screen and you're like pressing different <laughs> you have to press different combinations of buttons at the same time none of it is on beat to the music maybe you're supposed and to like, be drunk so you don't know it's on beat <laughs> <laughs> but it, it, but the, the stuff you're pressing also has its own sound effects. So you oh. get like like tambourine noises and claps at the rhythm of Just you pressing randomly? a bunch. Of, it's so it's so terrible. <laughs> it's so bad. But but ha getting hit with all of this nonsense over and over again just made me stop 
trying to figure out what it was trying to tell me and just kind of letting the weirdness wash over me. And honestly, because of the combat, which I ended up liking like a whole lot, I was really into it. Like I really liked how mm -hmm. stupid and weird it was. Like I don't like the characters are not good. Like they're not interesting. They're not funny, but, but kind of laughing at how weird and strange they are became like part of my enjoyment. Um, like the game's tone is almost self-aware of the fact that it's doing whatever it wants to do, but then it'll all of a sudden give you uh, a very poignant sequence where uh, your main character like kills an abusive husband who just murdered his wife and you find out that their child is just in the house at the time. So she's like sitting with the child kind of helping him come to terms with like what's happened. And like, it's a very sad scene and it's well acted. Like the kid talking to her and like her actually responded about like, that was like the best voice acting in the whole thing. But that is its own enclosed thing. Like it doesn't yeah. touch or have to do with anything else. It's it's so insane. Like, I, I don't know. It's hard to describe. Like you have to play the game and you'll probably hate it, I feel like. <laughs> yeah, it has uh, it has very like Suda 5-1 sweary um, sort of like God, like uh, God hand, like we, uh, the energy like that of a game that is getting like I've seen like reviews as low as like two and reviews as high as nine. And I imagine the, the I, truth is probably somewhere in the middle there. Uh, I, I fully understand both those reviews. Yeah. Which makes for the most interesting games, in my opinion, honestly. Like, I feel like there's more to say about the ones where you're like, OK, there is a lot to unpack and, and try to chew on. And some of us might kill us as we chew on this. Hmm. But but the the thing is like the actual game um, is it's fun like there's there's not too much of what you're doing but like it's it's third person shooting and hack and slash combat um, and there's like five levels of you literally just kind of running straight through the level and just getting waves and waves of enemies pouring into a room yeah so like uh. there's not a ton of nuance to what you're doing but what you're doing I found amazingly fun and engaging and i wrote a whole separate piece in, in regards to like the yeah system. yeah which actually has been doing pretty well on site um one thing i will say all of this is sounding like the fucking most fun 30 dollar game the game is 60 dollars. it is yeah that was a big and, complaint a lot of people seem yeah to have with it. And, and you know I, I've, I've i've said money is is relative 60 dollars to one person is very different than 60 dollars to another person length shouldn't dictate how much a game is however everything you say about this game that's why I keep being like, someone please send me a code because I don't want to pay. <laughs> yeah, you don't want to pay that. <laughs> well, I paid sixty. Seems, seems like it should have been on 30, Game Pass. I, Thirty, I would pull the trigger on. Also, please put this on Game Pass. Yeah, uh, yeah this yeah, would this would do gang, thing. gang. Oh my god, yeah, this would this would be, go great on Game Pass. Yeah, yeah, maybe it'll hit there at some point. Maybe Sony will pick it up for, uh, you know, for PlayStation Plus. They've been pretty good at that. Um, but yeah, I like. Um, I don't know. I like games that lean into the weird bullshit non sequitur stuff of video games. Um, I think the Yakuza series does, does it really well. Like, yeah, but like the, the thing with Yakuza is like you can tell like they're in on the joke. They're like they know this is weird. You can't tell with one to death. <laughs> like I'm not sure that they are aware how insane this thing is they made. Like it's, it's really hard to tell because sometimes they're like they're very serious about it. Yeah, I don't know what would be better if they were like so in on the joke that they understood this at a meta level <laughs> or if they were completely oblivious to it and thought they were like making the next Godfather. <laughs> like it, it's like it's ridiculous that she she carries a katana. <laughs> like, yeah, they don't 
give any reason for it. It's just, oh, she's really good with a katana. Like that, it's like you find a random dossier file. That's the most backstory you get for why she has a katana at all times. Great. Great. I'm I'm gonna be honest. Dossier files is the most video game ass way to explain something. Have <laughs> <laughs> you ever? I don't think I've ever come across a dossier file in real life. Is that just like a Wikipedia entry? You you don't go in enough government buildings. Yeah, don't forget, Casey honest, was a private investigator, <laughs> so oh, yeah, that's right. Has oh, yeah, he can try. He can try. Has, down has where any your game ever went. ever captured the spirit of a PI? Um, probably that. Um. It was like the last review I did for Game Umentary. What was the name of that game? The uh... Murdered Soul Suspect. <laughs> no, no, that was a long time ago. It was it was like based on the H.P. Lovecraft uh, book, Sinking City. Yes, oh, yeah. Sinking City. Yeah. Okay. That that was like the know, best I detective game. game. I thought you were like a man being chased by monsters. <laughs> I mean, you can be both. Uh, it's true. That's t- <laughs> those aren't mutually exclusive. I don't know why I thought that. Um, so there you go. Wanted Dead. Uh, check out Casey's review now. I put it in the chat. Uh, game is available. Also, read now. the thing. Read the thing I wrote. Also, read the thing. Yeah, yeah. I'll put that in there as well. Um, Nick, what have you? What have, what have you? You been playing? Watching anything? We don't have like a. We don't have like a grand major topic to like give yeah, you our thesis statement. Impressions on. Just today. Playing some stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah impressions. We'll probably, honestly, it'll probably be like that next week as well with some with some new games, which will be exciting. But yeah, Nick, what have you been uh, checking out? I'm still making my way through Hogwarts Legacy. Uh, I'm honestly, I'm like really, really impressed with the way they designed that world. Uh, I think it's it's a really nice palate cleanser from a lot of the other <laughs> very generic open world games where all you do is go around and do combat all the time. Uh, because like the, the dungeons in this game are like really well thought out and have lots of puzzles. And that's kind of like my favorite thing about the game is like, and you kind of expected it from a Hogwarts thing, but it's, it's very puzzle focused over constant combat. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's kind of nice. Like it, it, the puzzles aren't really hard to figure out yet, but there's like, even in the castle, there's puzzles everywhere in the castle. There's all kinds of like little icons or flames that you can turn on and figure out like these codes and, and these uh, patterns for things. So it's it's like a world, kind of like when I was talking about how Death Stranding kind of kept me engaged in this world at all times with like the movement. Hogwarts like does that in the fact that like you're kind of always looking around for secrets or puzzles to solve that you don't know what it's going to unlock next, a portal somewhere or something. Um, so it's just, it's just really well designed. And like, it's kind of crazy that game. Like when you, uh, when you, when you really think about like the interior of that, ca- of the castle, is massive and then you can just leave the castle and go right outside to the open world without a loading screen and like that kind of blows that kind of blows my mind every time i I leave the castle. this is the promise of the new generation (laughs) yeah Yeah. this is still supposed to be coming to switch they said though right Uh, somehow yeah it's still well it 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 is coming to old gen um down in april and then switch in june supposedly i believe so it's not it's currently not on ps4 or xbox one Mm-hmm. until april but they they intend to do that i yeah Correct. i'm really curious what that version looks like um the like the ps1 sorcerer stuff. <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah there's gonna be a lot of loading screens on those old couple things because like there's there are like loading on because people are making a big deal about um every every door like having a loading screen but like on the ps5 it's like there's like a little circle that pops up takes like a second and then you're through the door and everything's loaded and then once you load it once you don't have to load it ever again um until you you know close the game and restart it or whatever but um the only the only other thing uh that's really surprised me about the game is the combat like it was the one thing in like 
trailers and all that that just never looked really good. Um, but there's a lot of strategy involved, and like I, I was concerned at first because when you get your skill, uh, your spell set, you have like four spells, so you hold R two and then click like square, triangle, circle, whatever. Uh, but then when you get to level five, you can start cycling through different uh, spell pages. And so like, if you want to uh, switch, like you get three different spell pages, so you can switch between all the different spells. And like, when you start like really whipping them together, like, you know, pull an enemy towards you, light it on fire, shoot it away, or, you know, like pull an object towards them, throw them back, lift them up, hit them away. Like it's, it's, you know, there's a, there's a lot going on in that combat. It's actually not, not that easy of a game either. Because uh, if you go anywhere that like you're too even a level under, like you got to really think on your feet and you're you're gonna get wrecked. So, okay, so yeah. so the combat like feels good, like you feel yeah, no, like it, you're it, doing like, cool wizard shit. Yeah, does it, does it look good? Because every video, no, I've it seen... looks it, yeah, it looks really good. <laughs> like when you start uh, mix 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 matching spells together and everything, that's that's really fun. Um, so the uh, the only other the only other thing like. The only thing I'm kind of disappointed with is the class classes, like the RPG aspect of it. Because mm-hmm. uh, as much as I maybe act like I hate Persona Five, I kind of like like the school system. Like when you go into class, oh, and no, they we give don't you like it. <laughs> <laughs> like, Being like, oh no, what if you donated a hundred dollars <laughs> and it's played another eight hours? Oh no. <laughs> yeah, when you when you go to the classes, like it's a lot of like a cutscene and then like a very simple like to learn a spell. You like click it puts on this thing like this screen and then like basically you trace where the spell is going to go like one time and then you learn the spell uh even like the potion classes is like a lot of like destiny like menus which i don't really like um i was kind of hoping like it was going to be almost like a expansion of like persona 5 where you know you have to like learn the spell do a quiz or something like that and then kind of like go that way but you know i guess this game is very much for you know mainstream so hmm. Uh, yeah, and it seems by by all accounts, it seems like it is. Um, it's going to be probably one of the five, maybe three best selling games of the year. Uh, um, yeah, <laughs> just outside Call of Duty. Um, but uh, yeah, it's uh, and, and <laughs> like it, it's. I guess it's nice to see that. Like aside from the entire uh, J.K. Rowling of it all, which I just mm-hmm. posted the link to Elise's piece. Um, I don't know. I, I'm ultimately glad that a team they made a good game, and I hope they make a lot of money for it and I'm hope they allowed to make more games. So. Yeah. No, it's a, yeah. I mean, it's, yeah, it's really polished. It's, it's it, like I said, that's just a design. I, you know, I hope like once this controversy dies, you know, slows down or whatever. And, um, not slows down. I don't even know where I'm going with that, but, uh, <coughs> I mean, once inevitably the eye, when we, the, when the we, public eye moves yeah. to the next thing, which yeah. when we, we, when we kind of like for w- school shootings, it does that for everything in American culture. It does that yeah. it, it, for all culture. It's yeah. Well, when we, yeah. when we look back on it, I, I think like there's going to be a lot of interesting design analysis around the, just the castle itself, because I think it literally might be the most, no, it is the most detailed interior space I have ever seen in any game ever. And it's not even close. <laughs> well, I feel like I did. I remember watching some featurette that said that like they were they studied like the the set design stuff. Like they had people who built like the physical sets mm-hmm. from the movies, like consults so yeah, they could recreate exactly what it looked like. Yeah, it uses in the game. um from like the trailers and all that, it pretty much uses it uses the same visual language in the same way you can look at a Lord of the Rings thing and be like, oh, they clearly were able to use the visuals that Peter Jackson and, and Weta and everyone um, created for those movies. Yeah, I mean, the the castle itself could be its own like full scale open world game. That's how deep it is. <laughs> like, 
And and I think like from the trailers, like Chamber of Secrets is in there and everything. And like I haven't even found that stuff yet, so I haven't put that many hours into it. But according to the film, there's a big snake there, so I would watch out. That. <laughs> yeah. snake, that snake seems like bad dudes. Yeah. Um, but you know what? You know what's kind of funny with the SEO work we've done. One of the, I think, one of the most popular articles is if you can turn off the spiders. <laughs> what game was it that grounded? Grounded, yeah. grounded have like a yeah. You just turn them in like little blobs. Arachnophobia yeah. mode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's also interesting. I wonder if this is um, like the '90s. It felt like we uh, there were so many licensed games, like so many every, every big movie had a game based on it some were good some were bad and then it feels like for a long time licensed games died out mm-hmm. like we went through the the entirety of the the rise of like twilight and the hunger games and the most of the mcu without getting like game adaptations which was like weird that these were like things at the center of pop culture without having like we never got like an avengers game based on the movie the avengers from 2012 like that kind of thing. Like we had then these we giant got real pop Avengers. culture totems. <laughs> yeah, we never got we never got like Force Unleashed the game. Yeah. Wasn't we got Lego it? Stuff, but. I feel like around that time was when mobile gaming took yes. off, and that's that when it when got. got <clears throat> yeah, it got really cheap. Like folks were like, oh, we can just spend X amount of money and get a bunch of returns by just making it a mobile game. So I think yeah. that's where all of that went. We had these uh, like cult classic games. People look back on not even cult classic like games. People love uh, those like Simpsons games, like Road Rage and uh-huh. uh, the one there was like a Crazy Taxi Simpsons game and a Grand Theft Auto Simpsons game. Yeah, I think those are like for the original Xbox or that era, and people really loved them. But then on mobile, they made EA made Simpsons Tapped Out, which <laughs> I always yeah. want to track this down. I heard from someone that it it, it only lasted for a finite amount of time but it might have been the most profitable video game of all time. It might remain the amount of money. I think it had something to do with the contract Disney had with EA, something to do with the game was relatively cheap and mm-hmm. was like, like clinically like addicting for Simpsons fans who would just spend money into it, Jeez. that it became like what it was like the Blair Witch project of games where it was like they made it cost fifteen thousand dollars to make and it made a hundred million dollars and so like, it was like, like flappy bird was that yeah oh well, yeah flappy bird but <laughs> yeah. did that cost money no it didn't. Uh, well yeah the guy made i think it was a dollar ads i think it was a dollar and had ads but that guy that's sort millions of, of dollars i want to I, I wish that guy was like still do interviews because i would do the documentary on that thing because that they like literally just was like i hate everybody Give me my money and never speak to me again. <laughs> that is, that That's what we want from billionaires. Yeah, yeah he just, he just quit goal. the internet after. <laughs> he, after he literally yeah. did. <laughs> that is life goal. Um, but the thing I was getting to is, it feels like um, you know we've gotten a big uh, Star Wars game. Um, where, where, where Marvel has had stuff like Spider-Man and, and they're trying to find their footing. They've had Guardians of the Galaxy. We've got a Wolverine game coming. Um, we have this. Like it feels like people are realizing almost like going back to like, if we dump so much money, like the money a AAA game costs, we need to recoup our investments. And the easiest way to do that is to align ourselves with um, whatever the biggest IP at the time is. You know what they should make? They should make a Last of Us game. Everyone's talking about it. It's on HBO. It's a good idea. Yeah. Even some of the the stuff in the show feels gamey. Like this this week's episode had a dude who felt like a boss. (laughs) Which is like weird for a thing. Um, me, me and my fiance was like, that must have been like a linebacker, right? Like that dude played for the Jets. <laughs> <laughs> Let's cover him up with all the Cordy Sips. 
Uh, he was so big. That was it, the most video game shit. Yeah, it really you was. Know, you know we will come full circle when we get the next Aragon game after the God Disney Plus show launches. <laughs> God damn it. Just fucking add it to the 360 list of games. I can't remember what anyone asks. What I don't want to. I would rather burn my house down than play that game again. It was so bad. Challenge accepted. I'm going to burn your house down. All right. We'll see if you play I have the game. In, I have insurance. This is the weirdest saw trap ever. I'll douse it with Mountain Dew. Oh, Nicholas. You said you would rather burn your house down. Now let's see if that's true. Uh, that was a really bad impression of the Saw guy. I wish I could do a better impression of the you know, Saw guy. Uh, it, like I said, chat, their chat's yelling at me to play it on stream. If I don't finish 30 games, you can make me play that game. So you There better, are 30 games on this list? I, no, I have to no, finish. No. I, I, my backlog challenge 30 is 30 games, games total this year. Oh, uh, okay. And I'm, I'm, uh, I, I'm being very slow because I'm being stupid and playing long games like Chain Echoes. Guys, so I keep track of all the games I finish. Do we think it's fair that I keep tracks of the games Nick and Casey finish when I'm playing, when I'm joining them for the entirety of the games. So last year, in my list I keep of games I played and finished and rolled credits. Oh, on, you added I games. Had, I had the Metal Gear games for Nick. I had the Star Wars games. Oh. I'm having, I had the Dead Space games for you. I'm Dead Space 3. I did finish. but um, True. Uh, the Half-Life games, I'm putting them on my list. Do we think that's fair? Sound off in the comments below. Hmm. Yeah, I'm, I'm there for know. the whole time. I'm there for the whole time. And like, if it's if it's like a super story specific game, you could probably get a pass on that. But like, you gotta play Revengeance. You can't just be like, I watched my brother play Revengeance. Yeah. <laughs> to be <laughs> all right, all right. Okay. In, in this sense, I'm gonna just go watch a bunch of Let's Plays on YouTube, leave them running in the background, and then I'm like, yeah, I completed that game too. No, no, no. It's not leaving. Yeah. I'm engaging the entire time. Mm. With Metal Gear, we were you're very on Marvel, much you're on Marvel Snap and reading your. Well, books, I am during the Star Wars streams. You cooking don't share your food, with me. <laughs> cooking <laughs> food, your, cooking food, grocery you think shopping. I got like secret hot pots under the seat. Yeah, I do. <laughs> grocery shopping. <laughs> <laughs> I'm never leaving this room. What are, we, what are we talking about? Also, to be fair, all of those games you've played, I finished except for Jedi Academy. So you played them before. I played all all of, all, of the, all of the Dead Space, Metal Gear, those games, Half Life. I'm so I, you I'm know what? Yeah, fine. I'm still. I mean, it, it seems weird that you need to put it back on a list though, since you've already played it. But you know, do you? Yeah, I, I didn't, I didn't even. I didn't even add the, I didn't even add the games that I replayed on my list last year. That was a you thing. <laughs> uh, I'm still. I'm still kind of confused over Jedi Academy's ending though. Because uh, there is no so ending. <laughs> we'll tune in next time. Yeah. We'll, we'll see you. Uh, Amy said Wagga Wagga is a place in SF. Oh, no, I'm not saying Wagga Wagga. I'm saying Waka Waka, which is not the Shakira song, not a reference to Final Fantasy X, but is a reference to Fozzie Bear from, from the Muppets. The Muppets, who is a stand up comedian and tells bad jokes. And after no one laughs, he always goes Waka Waka. And so anytime any of us tell a bad joke, my broken brain immediately forces my mouth to say Waka Waka. <laughs> um, so that's that's the story there. I'm not going to click on the Waka Waka link. Amy, you can't <laughs> click on whatever that is. That's you know, exactly. You'll click on <laughs> it as soon as the stream is over. Like I know poison. you. Oh, my God. I already been at my homepage. <laughs> uh, going over uh, a couple of things I've been playing. I mentioned earlier Resident Evil 4. Mm-hmm. Casey, we need to get you to play this game. This game fucking rules. What if you can write an article on it? Wait, that should be Casey's next stream series after Half-Life. It was the Resident Evil games. <laughs> Resident Evil it, 4 at least. 4, 5, in, and 6 could be fun. I want to I play 4 because I have it 
in VR, but streaming it in VR, I think would be very difficult. <laughs> I streamed it in VR. Did you? Yeah. We had our sponsored stream and I streamed it in VR. And then yeah, they, tri- and they tricked me into shooting the lake. You get, a, you get an achievement. Lake? Yeah, just yeah. you get to a lake and if you fire a couple bullets in it, the sea monster just comes up and eats you. And in VR, like that's kind of terrifying. I can imagine. <laughs> I still need to play Phasmophobia in VR. In case you need to download Phasmophobia. And we'll play it in VR Phasmophobia together. is not fun. Wow. You will like it in VR. <laughs> damn it. <laughs> You can hide in closets when the, the monster comes to get you. Thrilling. That sounds... You've changed my mind, Nick. Hide in closets. Yes. <laughs> Point me in the direction. <laughs> <laughs> like uh, that game is not fun to me. Sorry. It is. It is. Resident Evil 4 is really good. Yeah, um, that I want to try in VR. Yeah, it is really good. We and it is, before in VR, but not Phasmophobia. Because Resident Evil 4 is one of the greatest of all <laughs> games of all time. Phasmophobia is a game that I According think you have stock ooh, in. Because that's how hard you're pushing it on <laughs> yes. us. Because it is like a totally whatever Nick game. Nick has shares like, in Phasmo. Yeah, you got Phasmo shares. You guys, you guys, just, you guys just don't get it. <laughs> I'm okay not I getting it. I do not that's, get it. I do not thing. get it. I'm yeah. fine getting it. I'll continue to sleep at night not getting yeah. it. <laughs> I see ghosts in my sleep every just, night. Because you're just scared. Yeah, you see the I'm ghost of your broken closet. That's why your closet's broken. I don't sleep in this room. <laughs> Those bosses can't get me. This is a guest bedroom. Only the guests have to deal with, with ghosts. Um, when you have guests over, Marty, is it weird that you're like streaming while they're like <laughs> taking that? Do you think they're always like, <laughs> just <laughs> sleeping next to them? <laughs> yeah, they just keep hearing waka waka. <laughs> what are you doing over there? <laughs> uh, I am weird. Uh, when I have guests over, I give them my bedroom, and this becomes my guest bedroom. That's nice. It becomes my me bedroom. Yeah, if you're only having if you're having like a couple over, let's sleep in a nice bed. No, I put my dad underneath the stairs. Yeah, you you and your dad have a weird, <laughs> weird <laughs> he, adversarial he relationship. Come, he comes in and wears his shoes in my house, so he he goes under the stairs. Uh, it's rude to wear shoes in a house if someone asks you not to. True. Yeah. Uh, Fresh Ground Tuesday also asked where my uh, Fozzie Bear. My I started with Muppet Babies, but then learned to love Muppets. Um, but yeah, Resident Evil Four. Uh, everyone should play this game or even replay this game because it holds up like shockingly well and part of it is because it is so goddamn weird and i really hope the remake which i'm really excited for keeps the weirdness because everything they've shown in the remake so far like game informer has a uh, cover story running for it currently has been really gorgeous but really scary and dark Um, and so it very much feels like in the vein of of the resident Evil 2 and 3 remakes and so i'm worried that they're like taking the wrong lessons from resident evil 4 because resident evil 4 is occasionally scary and dark but a lot of the times it is you saving a dog and then in a boss fight with a cave troll later on the dog appears barks and then fights the troll and leon points at the dog and goes it's that dog (laughs) I i need the line where he points and the camera does a quick zoom in on the dog for him to say it's that dog like, who are we saying this to? <laughs> um, and the, the game's got weird shit. It's got like a weird Napoleon, an old man Napoleon Spaniard who like creates a mech of himself. And I want all the weird stuff. What's they haven't the, shown uh, me if the weird stuff exists yet. What's the What's the, the girl's stuff. name for, for Ashley? Ashley. Yeah, when I was streaming um, that in VR, Graham. I was just constantly yelling at her to follow me because she just kept running away and dying. Yeah. I had um, enough of it at that point. I have killed her on accident several times in the game in very good ways. 
Uh, one was I was just slashing open boxes. She got in my way because I assumed she couldn't be killed by my knife, but she could. So uh, I am sorry for the first daughter. Um, but yeah, yeah, you're going to jail excited. forever. Mm, it was on international waters, so really fine. Uh, and then uh, Fallout Ryan, uh, been a member for four months. Thank you so much. Says love y'all. Hope you're having a good night. Thank you so much. Thanks. Fallout you too. And uh, yeah, David, welcome to Early Access. Welcome, yeah, David. You got all sorts of stuff. What do we, what early access stuff we got this week? We got new ZP on High Five Rush in the frame. ZP EP. Yeah, deep. We should do a DP. We should not do a DP. That was no, didn't no. Dick, dick punch. <laughs> didn't mean to say that. Didn't mean to say that. It's a new um, show called Dick Punch. Oh, we could do a Dick Punch as well. Um, like and then the other thing. Uh, speaking of uh, great games from the early two thousands, I'm playing uh, Metroid Prime Remastered, um, which is a a gorgeous remaster. If it wasn't for Dead Space, I think more people would be talking about how fucking pretty this remaster is of Metroid Prime Remastered, and B, the gameplay holds up so well. This game was so ahead of its time, like Resident Evil 4. Um, it's, it's, we didn't appreciate how, how into the future these games were, and I wish there were more games currently that I think we would look back on as games that were so ahead of their time, and I don't know if there are, to be honest. like I don't know, even the games we love from the last couple of years, I don't know how many of them we'll look back on 10, 20 years from now and be like, man... We didn't realize how ahead of its time that game was. No Man's Sky. Game. Yeah, everything is of its time. Maybe, right yeah. Now. For all the broken games that would come after. <laughs> and, and, yeah. And broken promises. That's, that's of its, yeah. yeah. And Anthem. <laughs> once the once the strand genre really takes over, everything will be fine. Apparently, uh, apparently that Mika the Witch game is a strand-like, you said. Everything's a strand-like. That's our secret. Uh, Casey, you've been talking yes. so much about the things you've been playing. Have you been playing or watching anything else? Um, I, ju- I just watched the second to last episode of Velma. That show was fucking great. <laughs> like, Y'all hating on it? F- folks are hating on it. Like, I, I, it has a rough start if you were going in wanting to hate it. Like, you're you're gonna find what you want. But if you're if you have an open mind, at in the middle, like episode five is bad. Like I didn't like it at all, but immediately after that, it corrects some of that stuff, and then it just kind of takes off running. That show was very silly. Like I was legit, like, like just chuckling and laughing the whole of this episode. And like I'm very excited. I think the tenth episode is the final episode. I'm not entirely sure, but yeah. that's the only one I have I haven't seen yet. And I can't wait. I can't wait to watch it because it was <laughs> the last one was very very funny to me. Um, I don't want to spoil anything. Um, Watch Velma. It got renewed for season two, apparently. Yeah, so, I saw that. Yeah, yeah they renewed, HBO, renewed that, but not my but, Raised by Wolves. Yeah, that sucks. I, I want to see more Raised by Wolves too. I, I like honest, Velma probably cost one percent of what Raised by Wolves cost. <laughs> yeah, they were, they were doing a lot of Raised by Wolves. Yeah, it's much easier to exploit animators. <laughs> um, and uh, oh, sorry, going back to Metro Prime, a wing potato over in our Tiltify. Thank you so much for donating twenty dollars. Hey. Uh, to Trans Lifeline, an incredible cause. Donate there, y'all. Uh, with twenty dollars, says is Metroid Prime worth giving a go if the two D Metroids aren't giving you aren't your thing? Yes, three D Metroid feels very different than two D Metroid. Three D Metroid to me feels like, I mean, I guess the three D Metroidvanias. Like the, the thing Metroid Prime reminds me the most of is uh, Arkham Asylum. Arkham Asylum is the game that to me like. 
has its its biggest thumbprint on there. It's much lonelier and and uh, more of sort of like the vibes on an isolated planet than that. Mm. But um, is it a lot more easier to navigate than the two D ones? Uh, this one isn't too hard to navigate if you don't engage in non-necessary content early there's going to be a lot of backtracking later on there's these things called the chozo statues and the chozo artifacts the chozo are like the the race of like godlike bird things yeah big old bird boys big old bird boys b-o-b-b i don't know how many of those i got um my my biggest uh my biggest tip to people is uh engage with that stuff early on in the game because you will hit a point like in uh wind waker with the the um, shards of the triforce to where you're going to need to do a lot of backtracking and if you've engaged with that stuff early the backtracking is not as bad uh, but the game is so pretty and the remaster is very good looking um yahtzee the earlier this week said it's just a copy paste he's wrong i'm gonna say it not the first time he's been wrong but he's wrong <laughs> he's wrong not just a copy paste it's he's... beautiful watch the uh the the g- digital foundry um I really do want to check that out. I, I regret not finishing it when I had the chance forever ago on GameCube. Yeah, but I, uh, yeah, I just, I just put it down. <laughs> That's understandable. Stuff comes up. Uh, yeah, Metroid Prime in VR would be fun. Metroid Prime on that would Labo, make a lot of sense. On Labo <laughs> would not be fun. Yeah, um, Nick, I think you'd like Metroid Prime. Chumbly says it. I think you'd. It's, on, it's on my list to. Like, it's on my list to do this year. That's okay. part of my my backlog titles. Because okay. then, because then I can use the Steam Deck for Metroid Prime Two and Three Plus Plus Plus. I also, I bet those will come to Switch this year. That's my well, even I mean, even saying that about them. I don't give a shit if you. Got <laughs> I'm just saying I bet they'll come. Oh yeah, Steam will uh, will Wind Waker come this year too? I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I don't want to talk about it. I just bought fucking Twilight Princess because uh, I'm on Wii U playing with that giant child's tablet. It is such a giant baby device. It is such a giant. It is like if you go to like an orphanage for bad kids, they got Wii U there. Like the orphanage, like where they said like the kids were like, Ooh, you're never going to get adopted because we got to take you to a bad orphanage. They just got a bunch of Wii U. And that's what that feels like. So um, tune in soon. Uh, they also made those things white. Like they get super dirty. <laughs> they get really filthy. Um, yeah. Uh, you guys been playing playing anything else? I'm still working. I'm still working on Chain Echoes. Uh, oh yeah, how are you liking that? I, I'm I'm really liking it. I really like the combat loop. Uh, I got I I ended up uh, adjusting the difficulty a bit with because like I don't know what it is at the start of that game. It's just like the enemies will two shot you like no matter where you are. Mm. Uh, and I guess I just maybe missed a spot or whatever. But now I'm like level at par, so I, I moved it back up. And now, now it feels like normal, so I don't really yeah. know what I miss. But there's like this whole gem system that's kind of complicated too, and I'm not. I I just need to read a guide on it probably. Um, but yeah, I mean, like it's it's a really well paced JRPG. Like you are never in one area for too long. Secrets are fun. There's like a mm-hmm. lot of little level design things to like figure out secrets, um, and you get like a lot of salute. And and the characters are are, are very well written. There's I, I really like the romance story in it. It's kind of unfolding. Um, so yeah, it's like reviews aren't lying. It's, it's quite good. Yeah, I think it's one of yeah, those games like, that you guys should try on Hidden Gems. Think about Chained it. Echoes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, on um, Game Pass. Perhaps I will. 
Um, not until you try Haiku the Haiku the robot. I do. I do need to try that too. <laughs> yeah. Spe- speaking of uh, hitting gems, though, I did try uh, the Deal Field Chronicles. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, what did you think of that? Um, it's it's super middling, which is weird because that's exactly what the Steam review said. All five hundred <laughs> something of them. Like no one's playing that game. It's a Square Enix release. It it looks like it has art from the like Final Fantasy art guy. I don't know if that's true. Yeah, Amano. I don't I don't know. I don't know mm-hmm. if it is. But like it looks like his art. So someone is just copying that man if, if it's not that man himself. So like um like really impressive looking. But like yeah, that the, the game has a real fleshed out world and story. Uh has really flashy animations for its combat, but it, it's trying to fuse real-time strategy with uh turn-based tactics where they take all the elements of your control in a tactics game and slap that on top of the real time uh sort of battle system mm-hmm. and like it like unlike wanted dead those two things don't really mesh mm-hmm. together <laughs> it's like i like being able to control the characters because that still feels like a tactics game to me but having them uh be like moving automatically and swinging automatically and having things happen where I have to try and time and like run back and forth if my units aren't all together feels uh, annoying to me. Like, I'm, it's just not a thing I want to do in a game. So it's like, am I having fun? It was like the question I was asking myself like the whole time yeah, I was playing. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know. I, I, I really like the aesthetic of that game. And I, I, if it was just a tactics game, I think I'd enjoyed it a lot more than what, what it's trying to do. Yeah. Sounds like sounds like you should either try uh, Lost Idol Ones, which Elise reviewed, and it's very yeah. Much that like looked fun. that looked cool. That was just like, well, I, I say it looks cool in terms of it's a tactics game. It it actually looks like a very generic fantasy world. So yeah, my, <laughs> but it, it looked it, like it was it was a fun like tactics game. And then uh, Project Triangle Strategy, which I started on the Switch, and it's the intro is so long I fell asleep, so I have to restart. Yeah, it. I, I I did <laughs> the demo for that too. Um, the gameplay seems cool, but like, yeah, I was not invested in the story. They started you, the devil starts you like in the middle of it, but like, you still have to listen to all these people talk to each other. Like, I don't know any of y'all. Yeah, the, the intro is like, <laughs> I an shouldn't hour care about of, any of this. The intro is like an hour of exposition. Good God. Yeah. Uh, I mean, at least if you get invested after that, they like, you could probably have a lot of fun with the tactic stuff after the fact. Yeah, the last game, the last game I've been playing, I can't talk about yet. Uh, but if you hated the dialogue in Forspoken, Oh boy, do I have the game for you next week? <laughs> <laughs> is it? It's not the Kirby game, is it? No. Okay, because I'm worried about this Kirby game. No, I'm not uh, worried about. This, it. I just really worried about dialogue this, in Kirby. This, dialogue in Kirby is always immaculate. Like this game's Kirby dialogue. Would never, Kirby would never ruin us. This game's dialogue is so bad that I really want to just mute it and never hear it again. <laughs> <laughs> just change the language. Um, <laughs> I'm not going to tell you what language, though, because that would be a spoiler. Yeah. It's Russian. Uh, unofficial gamer oh, no. <laughs> with 100,000 IDR. <laughs> Thank you so much. Koei Tecmo, first Monster Hunter clone, is too weak at in. Well, rest in peace, that series. Uh, note, is Wild Hearts as greedy as Monster Hunter World DLC? If not, I'll buy it at a high price. What do you mean greedy as Monster Hunter World DLC? The deal, like Iceborne DLC added a ton to that game. Ice, Iceborne was dope. It added new mechanics, like you could also like Iceborne added like a, a grappling hook. Like, wasn't it like a full-on expansion? Yes, like, people were like this was like the real deal. Yeah, it was like forty dollars. It was a full-on expansion. It added like some new functionality, a bunch of new monsters, like a bunch of new areas. 
Yeah, like, are there like individual pieces? Spoils. That was a super Is there expensive. individual pieces of DLC? Like, I mean, do they do like microtransactions though? Maybe they're talking about. I mean, other there, stuff. there's yeah, but there's cosmetic stuff. Like, if that's what you're talking about, yeah. but like, oh, it's cosmetic. Good. Like, it doesn't <laughs> like you could ignore it entirely. Yeah, yeah, I hear that. Also, shout out to I'll buy it at a high price because that's Resident Evil Four reference. And I understand <laughs> that because I'm playing that game, so I'm proud of myself. <laughs> um, you guys got anything else before I wrap up? Casey, you're going to be back in 40 oh, minutes yeah, yeah. helping get Jesse to the Greek fight. We about to, we about to Greek, Greek, y'all. Where, yeah. where are you at and go to War Two? Oh, oh shoot. Got, uh, we, cotton fools. we just beat something. I Crap. saw you got a big ass spear. Tends to happen a lot, yeah. Last week you got a big ass spear, right? Have you gone across the big bridge yet? The big chain the big chain bridge? Oh, yeah, yeah. We we did that a while ago. Oh, yeah, I don't know like, if we go back because we see those horses uh, several times. But no, yeah, we we got sent to Tartarus, and then I believe Jesse escaped it at the end. Oh, okay, so right so now we're, we're back on track. You got the you got the wings now. Yeah, he's got the wings. Okay, I bet Jesse liked that part. <laughs> got some nice ass wings. <laughs> well, you're falling with uh, you're falling with the guy. <laughs> it's like I'll take those. <laughs> he just rub his wings off. Yeah, and yeah my wings, see so. you later, buddy. Takes take the curse's <laughs> yeah. wings. I go. mean, he he saves him from the other death where he. <laughs> <laughs> he just dies from finds it closer to the sun. I guess that is true. Yeah. Revisionist uh, history. Yes, CB Radio, Tartar Sauce. They made their way down to Tartar Sauce and then they, well, they, they worked credit, their way they back. They credit Tartar Sauce with that guy. There you go. That was a weird <laughs> sentence. I'm not saying that one again. <laughs> <laughs> now you know what it's like. Jeez. Uh, <laughs> so, Casey, you got, the, uh, you got the Wanted Dead review. You have the Wanted Dead piece that I linked earlier. You can check out on the website. And you'll yep. have a Wild Hearts review uh coming up in the future uh what else yes got going on? uh what else do i got going on uh i got a podcast that i do every mm-hmm. sunday uh with uh cool folks from the industry that i've uh met and we talk about video game news uh you can find it on my twitch xm gears 9 it's called the sigma show you can search for it on podcast services as well um so do that if you care mm-hmm. or don't not that and we'll be uh, jamming through more uh, Half Life tomorrow night. Um, yes, pretty much at this time. So and I've rebinded those those keys. So yeah, yeah, it was very exciting. And spoilers, it took very little time. It took like a minute at most. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Nick, what do you got going on? What should folks check out? Uh, I've recorded two of the four podcasts that I want. I want to do for. Uh, Beyond the Pixels. So Matt has the first one edited, which uh, was an interview. Uh, with some of the developers at Gravity Well who worked on Titanfall and Apex Legends and Call of Duty. Uh, so that one was a fun one. Uh, I just wrapped up a podcast a couple days ago with uh, the developers on Romancelvania, Bill and Amanda Gardner. So I was catching up with them. I just uh, gotten a, a release date. Released it on March 7th, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I just interviewed them. Uh, that game was way bigger than I had any idea. Uh, and so that interview has all the details on that. Uh, cool. And also just... They were the second group of developers that um, Bill and Amanda Gardner, husband and wife. Uh, I did my second documentary on them uh, on oh, perception, nice. and so uh, it's, it was kind of wild. Like when we got in the call, I was like, "Did did we, did we, did we realize like it's it's been seven years since we filmed that documentary already?" And they're like, "What?" <laughs> I was like, "Yeah, I was in college when I met you guys." <laughs> so it was a long ass time ago. I know it's like holy shit that flew by. Uh, yeah, I've got two more interviews coming. Uh, I'm doing one with Focus Entertainment next week uh, to kind of talk about the rise of uh, their their publishing lineup because like I think they have the most exciting lineup of any publisher right now. 
uh, in terms of like single player games. And then, uh, yeah, I'm working on getting another one with the composer of Jedi Survivor and Jedi Fallen Order. Oh, ask him about that. I can like mail in a question if you want, like email a question. I'll start the podcast with that noise. And see, yeah, see what your reaction is. They're going to just leave. Yeah. I don't know. They They probably like it. Yeah, if you're making music for Star Wars, I'll replay it every 10 seconds and see how quickly they leave. <laughs> hey, you last, you last two hours every week playing those games while I just I just tune That's you fun. out. You really do. It's very yeah. clear that you do. Um, speaking of, yeah, so um, 40 minutes from now, Casey and Jesse will be back with God of War. Tomorrow, we have our three regular streams. Um, from noon to two central, Nick and I will be back jamming through more Public Commando. Um, will we finish it? I don't know. Probably not. Probably got two more Probably. streams left. But uh, yeah, we'll be playing more of that. Uh, Three thirty to five thirty, we'll be back with more Sea of Thieves. Nick Yahtzee and I, uh, Jack can't make it. We'll be joined by Jamate as our fourth. As our um, nope, um, he said he can't make it now. He can't make it. So we'll, we'll just we'll fucking figure it out. You know what we're gonna do? We're gonna fucking figure it out. We'll get frost. Uh, tomorrow night, frost. Tomorrow I know night you're in the stream. Seven. You're joining us tomorrow. See you there. Uh, tomorrow night at seven. Frost, uh, frost has a thing. Yeah, yeah. Frost no, got no. frost got push up contest tomorrow. Frost does uh, push up contest once a week. <laughs> uh, Casey and I will be back um, with more uh, Half Life. We're 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 probably nearing the halfway point of the game. We're doing great. I'm very proud of us. We're gonna kill some more folks. It's gonna be great. Um. Yeah, none of that. You can follow uh, me on my personal Twitch, uh, twitch.tv uh, slash McBiggity. And Friday, I'll be jamming through the rest of Resident Evil 4. So will Leon rescue Ashley, or will he let the president's daughter die <laughs> like a bad American? Tune in <laughs> and find out. Um, Leslie, yeah. Adventure is Live will start next Friday with mm. Jack, Amy, KC, and Jesse. Uh, mm-hmm. And they will be doing a season two post-wrap. Ooh. So that'll be Friday the 24th. Yep. Uh, that'll be 3 to 5 or 3.30 to 5? 3 to 5. Or another time? Wait. I don't remember what time it is. What, what time is it? Finish? I, think it's, it's like, I think it's like 4 to 6. I four. Think. Yeah. I believe it's like 4. Your 4 or my I'm four? sorry. Yeah, my 4. Yeah. No, okay, it so might be your no, 4. So our our five, 4. Central two. 4. Yeah. Four to six. Okay. Time. Well, you know what? The closer we get to there, <laughs> yeah, we'll we're going to figure out when it is. But <laughs> next Friday evening slash afternoon, uh, uh, pen, pen, pencil off because that's when Adventures Live starts. So <laughs> and somebody's sounds like somebody's got another date at the zoo. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's going back for those badgers. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Just Jimmy's fucking date at the zoo. Christ almighty. Not this Friday, Kurt Wagner. The, the the night crawler next the Friday week. after Friday twenty fourth this Friday spend it spend it with your loved ones and if you don't have loved ones fucking write write notes and throw them in, put them in a bottle and throw them in the ocean or go join our Patreon uh, because you'll get Valentine's Valentine's Day cards from us way after the dates but it's okay that They're was coming. literally yesterday well, did they get their Valentine's cards no nobody sent me a Valentine's Day card. Yeah, <laughs> you you weren't paying them. Yeah. That wasn't part of the contract. <laughs> I'm glad I didn't pay somebody. <laughs> um, just, so, just buy a hooker. Will you just give me a Valentine's Day card and leave? That sounds she, nice. She'd do that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that seems like a very easy way to make money. If I'm, if I'm being perfectly honest. Um, 
on that very strange note for Nick and Casey, uh, this was Marty. This was breakout episode number 76. Thank you all so much for joining us. Thank you to all the members on YouTube, on Twitch, on Patreon. Thank you to everyone who donated. Uh, we, we deeply appreciate you all. And uh, yeah, stick around about 35 minutes. Casey will be back uh, with Jesse for more. Get Jesse with the Greek. And until then, we'll see you guys next time. Bye, everybody. Bye. Later, y'all. Bye.